Welcome back to another episode of the Fab Lab Podcast with Aaron Crowley. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, as far as I can tell, I'm still your host. I'm still alive and kicking and still in quarantine here for uh, COVID-19. I've got about four more days, five more days, and I'll be out of quarantine and uh, back to work. But in the meantime, I'm still checking in, still behind the Fab Lab Podcast microphone, and so glad that you tuned in for this episode because I think it's going to be really important, defining your success. Interestingly enough, in the last 24 hours, I've had two coaching calls where this topic came up in both conversations, where both business owners referred to this recognition of the value, the importance, and the desire to have their own success defined, and yet we're still operating off of this sort of vague, nebulous concept of what they think other people's definition of success is. And I thought, wow, what a great topic to delve into. So today, I'm just going to share a few thoughts. I think you'll find this very helpful. If you haven't stopped long enough to define your own success, I think this is going to be a great benefit to you, ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricator. Now, why is this important? Why, why don't we, out of the gate, by default, define our own success? Why is it, or how is it that we can find ourselves operating off of somebody else's definition? Well, I've been thinking about that, and here's, here's, my, here, here's my premise. It's because we're conditioned to operate off of other people's definitions for success. Think about it. Think about school, for example. Somebody else defines the rules. Somebody else creates the test. Somebody else determines how long those tests or how long those classes or how long those grades are going to be. When the test or the class or the grade is over, time is up. You either had the points. If you got a 60% or better, I guess you passed. If you got a 59, too bad, you failed. If you got the score, great. If you didn't, too bad. Die's been cast. The grade's been recorded. The GPA has been affected, and there's nothing that you can do to go back. You either passed or you failed. Boy, who likes being a failure? Especially when you're playing by somebody else's rules, when they write the rules, and then they judge the rules. Same thing is true in sports, ladies and gentlemen. The rules are written. The scoreboard reflects the score at the end of the game or the end of the match. The judge or the scorekeeper, the umpire, whatever it may be, they monitor the game at the end of the game. When the time is up, when the buzzer sounds, you either have enough points or you don't. If you've got enough points on the scoreboard, you win. If you didn't have as many points on the scoreboard, you lose. Same thing. There's no going back. There's no requesting an extension to get a few more points on the board. It's over. The score has been recorded in the history books for all time. You either won or you lost playing by somebody else's rules. And I believe we become conditioned. And so we can find ourselves in business, starting a business, building a business, you know, developing a business where we, by default, are actually operating off of somebody else's definition of success or what we think is a definition of success. And it can leave us floundering, in a sense. It can leave us missing out on the full opportunities that are available to us if we were to take the time to stop and define it for ourselves. I'm going to just talk about that in three different, basically three different dimensions today briefly. Number one, here's the first point. Ladies and gentlemen, you, you'll work off of a definition of success. Okay. That's a fact. You're going to default to some definition of success, but if you don't define it for yourself, you're missing out. So number one, you have to define it. Unless you like the idea of working off of this vague, nebulous concept that somebody else may or may not be working off of. It's just based on your perception. The great thing about defining your own success, fellow fabricator, is that nobody else gets to comment on it. Nobody else gets to judge it. You don't have to get anybody else's permission. You don't have to seek approval 
from the industry or from the trade association or from another fabricator. Ladies and gentlemen, you get to define it. There is amazing power in that when we realize we are entitled, we're privileged to write the rules ourselves. We get to establish the definition, and then we get to choose to make progress towards that. So that's number one. It's on you, ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators. It's on me to define it, and there's amazing power when we do. So that's our second point. What is the power that comes from defining our own success? Number one, it clarifies decision-making. When we find ourselves, I don't know if you listened to my episode here a few episodes ago, can, should, must, talked about this. We're presented with opportunities. We are presented with ideas and messages all the time, decisions that we have to make or we think that we have to make. When we find ourselves just barraged by those opportunities and by those decisions, if we don't have our own crystal clear definition of success, navigating that just is, is, is exhausting. We're always having to, you know, in a sense, respond to these opportunities as opposed to being in control. And then, should I do this? Should I do that? Well, I don't know. Well, there's this, there's this, the plus, the negative. When you have a crystal clear definition of what it is that you are pursuing for your success in the business, making those decisions becomes a lot easier. It just becomes clear. That either moves me towards my definition or it takes me away. Okay, if it takes me away, Easy. I don't make the decision. The next benefit, the next power to this is just confidence, standing tall. When we are comparing ourselves to somebody else, when we have an idea, at least what we think definition of success is for somebody else, that they're a legitimate, you know, sort of picture of what success is. And so I must, by some law of the universe, submit myself to that definition. We don't walk in a, in a, in a stature of confidence. We walk in a stature of of hesitancy and and um and that doesn't serve us well and so when we recognize that the definition is up to us to define and that we get to make the decisions that move us in that direction we no longer have to doubt ourselves we no longer have to wonder it's not vague anymore it's crystal clear that's where i'm going i'm either moving in that direction or i'm not Self-doubt dissipates, comparing ourselves to somebody else and feeling discouraged as a result of not feeling like we're meeting the definition or that we just can't quite get there. The definition, the goalpost, it keeps moving, it keeps being extended, it keeps, uh, it's just always just out of our reach. It's not the case when we define it for ourselves. Gives us confidence to operate in that mindset, in that state of mind, which is very healthy for us. And that's the third thing I want to talk about here as it relates to the power of defining our own success, and that's health. Failing is hard on our emotions. It's hard on ourselves. Disappointment is not healthy. Being perpetually in a state of just being out of reach of what we could, what, you know, we have inadvertently accepted as a definition of success That doesn't help us. That is not good for us to be in a constant state of despair, discouragement, or failure or loss. And when we're using somebody else's definition, it's a lot harder for us to remain healthy. Conversely, when we have a crystal clear goal, we are moving down the field incrementally, systematically, methodically. Now, occasionally we might take a step back, but then it's two steps forward. As we make progress... Those accomplishments, those achievements actually benefit our health. There's a great proverb, King Solomon, in in, in the, the Old Testament, he said, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled 
is a tree of life. Now, that's sort of Old Testament talk for saying this. Now, when you fail, when you're disappointed, when, when you feel as though you're not measuring up, that is really hard to tolerate long term. It's not good for you. But when you realize accomplishments, when things that you've set out to do are accomplished, it's like a tree of life. It brings life. It's health to your bones, ladies and gentlemen. It's health for your souls. And when you have a crystal clear definition of what success is and you are moving towards it, those incremental milestones, those accomplishments, those achievements, those wins that you get to put up on the scoreboard based on your definition, that is really, really, really good. Not to mention it makes the business better, but for you, it brings life to you to have those accomplishments and those victories. And so, ladies and gentlemen, those are the three powers, clarifying decision, confidence, standing tall in your business, making those decisions without second guessing yourself or comparing yourself and just generally winning (laughs) and benefiting from the corresponding health that comes from accomplishments and achievements. Now, lastly, I just want to mention a couple of thoughts, nuts and bolts, tips, if you will, how to's for defining success for yourself, defining your success. I would refer you back to episode 107, how to know what you want and get it. That's a great starting point. Ladies and gentlemen, our businesses inevitably, invariably are a reflection of who we are. Our businesses develop, they evolve, they grow to reflect what's important to us. They reflect our skills, our talents, our interests, our passions, Our businesses become a natural outgrowth of who we are. So it's really important for us to to, to look inwardly and say, what's important to me? If I'm going to define my own success, if I'm going to define success for this business, which is a reflection of me, it probably bears looking inwardly to, to, to learn more about me. What's important to me? What is it that I value? What are my values? And what would I like to see manifested in the business as I define success, as I move towards this ideal that is a reflection of who I am. So that's where you can start. What is it that you want? Go back and listen to episode 107. It may be helpful. That next thing is timelines. Now, there's, there's, there's sort of two seemingly paradoxical or opposite elements here when we're talking about timing. Number one, there's no time limit. We don't, we don't reach this, this milestone and go, oh, you didn't reach your definition. You failed. You didn't succeed. You didn't accomplish your definition of success. That's not the case. If we set out to to accomplish this definition by December 31st of 2021, for example, and it takes us until January 20th of 2022, it simply took us three weeks longer to accomplish it. It doesn't mean we failed. Those timelines are not like the timelines that we are subject to in academics and athletics. We get to establish when the game is over. We get to determine how long the game is going to last. And if in the middle of the game or at the end of the game, we feel as though an extension is necessary so that we can meet our definition of success, it's our definition. We write the rules. We get to establish that so that we can continue to pursue success. Now, that's one side of this timeline. The other side of this timeline is that if you don't set some definitive timelines, the likelihood of you making progress in a timely fashion is diminished. If you just say, someday I'd like to reach this definition, more than likely, reality being what it is, it's going to take you a lot longer to achieve that definition of success as opposed to making at least a reasonably informed goal by this date This will be how we measure success, and you may have to adjust that date a little bit, but if you've got a definitive timeline, 
more than likely you're going to make rapid progress towards that. You may meet it, you may not, but if you don't, it's okay. You get to write the rules. So the last part of this is writing it down. The last episode, Fab Lab podcast, talking about the importance of writing things down. I'm telling you, this is, I, I can't explain this in psychological terms, ladies and gentlemen, fellow fabricators, but I am telling you that when you write things like this down, you will inevitably make progress on them. Even if you don't have a step-by-step plan that you're following, the simple act of assessing, of evaluating, looking inwardly, determining what it is that is important to you, how am I going to define success for me as the owner of this business, when you can consolidate that, when you can condense that, when you can narrow that down and describe in detail what success for you is and actually write that down on paper, I am telling you, whether you even think about it again for the next year or not, simply by following that process, simply by taking that step of writing it down, you will be shocked to realize that you will make progress towards that outcome. It's just a fact. Can't explain it. I'm just telling you through personal experience, it's inevitable. You will progress towards that definition of success. And imagine what was possible if you wrote it down and then wrote out a plan to move in that direction. You'd get there even quicker. So that's a couple of thoughts, a couple of things to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen. As you define success for yourself, I just want to encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, don't drift into the place where you are operating off of somebody else's definition or what you think somebody else's definition for success is. Don't let somebody else's business become the barometer to become the test that you grade yourself against, ladies and gentlemen. Define it for yourself. You have so much potential, fellow fabricator. I am here to tell you. I'm here to remind you. I'm here to encourage you. You have amazing gifts. You have passions that reside within you. You have values that are absolutely critical that they play out in the scope of your business. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to encourage you to embrace that, to step up and own it. Take responsibility to find success for yourself and for your business and then pursue it. You will be amazed as you make progress towards that outcome. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm so glad you tuned into the Fab Lab podcast. I'm so glad for this privilege, this opportunity to share these experiences with you. And I hope you enjoyed this topic and I hope you'll check in next week for the next episode on the Fab Lab podcast. In the meantime, happy fabricating.